Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 24th of February, and the episode title is RPG Publishers Reassemble. Terry Miranda won the February vote and was a delight to talk to. Terry's an art director who's worked on the Warriors of Waterdeep project for Wizards of the Coast and is now pushing a speculative evolution project to life through some fantastic designs and a Patreon community. Oh yes, we absolutely talked about what on earth speculative evolution is and how we put 5e stats to it. There wasn't a podcast last week, as I foreshadowed, as Bronwyn and I went to a charity supporting Capital Sci-Fi Con here in Edinburgh. We saw some celebs, we resisted spending too much money and popped some coverage on social media. Afterwards, we found an underground mini-golf venue full of talking heads and dinosaurs and played a few rounds, as you do. In the previous podcast, which therefore was recorded about a million years ago, I pointed out that Wizards of the Coast seemed to have pretty much not done anything special for D&D's 50th birthday. Now they've announced D&D Lego, we kind of knew that, D&D Converse, which are shoes, Quests from the Infinite Staircase, which are adventures for levels 1 to 13, and Vecna, Eve of Ruin, and that's an adventure for characters level 10 and up. They've also decided to stop printing D&D in Portuguese. Now, is that enough? Despite not all the new core rulebooks being due out in 2024, they seem to be calling the new prints D&D 2024, and I guess that's to make sure we don't call them D&D 5.5 or, dare I say it, D&D 6. Wizards of the Coast ally company Ultra Pro has announced premium book covers for the Player's Handbook and the Dungeon Master's Guide. They're 40 quid each. I suspect that's too much money for most people just to make their D&D books look good, or black leather in this case but those of us who travel with the rulebooks might consider worthy protection. Bronwyn and I both found some interesting alternative shopping ideas this week, which we'll get into later, but first I want to get off D&D and talk about some other games. There's a new Tomb Raider RPG on the way, called Shadows of Truth, and it's from Evil Hat. I had to check the official Tomb Raider Facebook page for upset fans, and I found what I was looking for with people complaining that the book didn't seem to feature enough Croft and had too much diversity instead. Oh dear, I mean, they've not even read it yet. Lara Croft is on the front cover, and that's pretty much all people have seen of the book, although we know characters will be peers of the Tomb Raider rather than the titular character. You don't have to wait for the next one, although you might have been waiting for about two years already, as Shadow of the Weird Wizard is now out, at least on PDF. The game is set in a fantasy world after the ruler, an unstable sorcerer, vanishes and leaves chaos in their wake. The TTRPG has made the top 10 list of most anticipated game for a few years in a row, but it's now reviewing well. Shadow of the Weird Weird Wizard is based on the earlier Shadow of the Demon Lord, and my briefing notes say it's a less grimdark setting. Also now less grimdark are the remains of the grim and perilous studios the Zihan specialist publisher is shutting down, but most of the staff are moving to the newly created Canon Otter Studio. Why the change? Well, it allows them to move off the dark focus and into other RPGs. 
The first project is one based on Mark of the Odd, and it's called Teenage Odyssey. Canon Auto Studio is the first of two publishers reassembling the podcast title reference, and here's the second. Mindjammer Press has merged with Typhoon Games. Mindjammer has had a rough ride with a sad death in the family and a forced relocation, but it's kept on going, picking up Kickstarters and, I imagine, dealing with some impatient backers. Typhoon Games is new and working on When We Die as a first project. Now, Sarah Newton of Mindjammer is joining Gary Harper and Jason Juta at Typhoon as a director. I did mention some weird shopping finds, and so let's dig in. Bronwyn surfaced drawing prompts for extremely weird people. So you don't need to be a wizard here, or I imagine even a person, just somebody who can read and draw. The prompt I especially liked was Walrus, with a monocle, surprises fishermen. I don't know if you have an RPG publisher called Monocle Walrus, but give us some time. I saw, and was tempted by, but resisted, a one ring large enough to light a tabletop. It's 20 centimetre wide, a ring of power lamp. However, the prize for odd purchase goes to some official D&D merch. Wizards of the Coast will let people dress up in an inflatable beholder costume. You wear the purple and eye tentacle blob over your top and you will look extremely interesting. I think eating food at Halloween parties might be a challenge. You have no head, but you will win plaudits. Now, coming up is a long outro of bundles, freebies, and competition. Buckle up. In the bundle of holding, there's the legendary Ultimate 5e deal, named after the publisher Legendary, and their ultimate range. There are a few days left to get the American Gods-inspired SIG, Manual of the Primes. That's a bundle from Genesis of Legends. I'm a fan of the Merry Mushman's OSR Knock. It's a magazine, and all three issues are in the bundle folding. I've also just noticed that my intro to the offer was cut in half on my original blog post, likely due to me late-night copying and pasting. Oops. I'm sure I had written something clever. No, maybe that doesn't sound like me at all, does it? I had hoped to introduce Knock with the same care and intention that goes into the books. But clearly I failed. Lastly, in the bundle of holding, but certainly not least, it's their 11th birthday bundle, which Grant Howitt makes possible. Typically, Grant's one-page RPGs are pay what you want, or part of the Patreon program they offer. But here, they're one or two dollars, and all the, all the money for those two years after the payment processes take the slice, go to charity. Thank you, bundle and Grant. In Humble... There's a comic book bundle for anime lovers from Ablaze that supports the Starlight Children's Foundation. And there's also a humble mega bundle for Paranoia's 25th birthday, which is an RPG I have fond memories of, comrade. And the core rules are here in a three-tier offer. Gosh, that was a lot of bundles. So let me tell you about the Dark Age of Man quick start, which is free. It's a nice story. The Dark Age of Man is a new tabletop RPG from Jason Graham and Dale Branham, and while it's a minimalist game, a fan was able to condense the core rules down to just two pages. 
Those two pages are now the official quick start. Lastly, if you're in the UK and into Francis Ford Coppola, we have a Blu-ray competition to win the new reprise cut of One From The Heart. And on that note, enjoy your leap year week, and I'll see you next week.